You are listening to a Natural Products Insider Podcast. With Sandy Almendares, Editor-in-Chief. Brought to you by Supply Side East, April 9th through 10 in Secaucus, New Jersey. to a Healthy Insider podcast. I am Sandy and I am on site in beautiful Dana Point, California at the Council for Responsible Nutrition Conference. And I am sitting with two members of the Supplement OWL team from CRN. Specifically, I've got Giselle Atkinson. She is Vice President of Quality and Technical Affairs at CRN. And Duffy Mackay, he is the Senior Vice President of Scientific and Regulatory Affairs. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you. Good to be here. So for those few people in the industry who don't know what the Supplement Owl is, what is it and what issues is it designed to address? Supplement Owl is a, a label registry of, of dietary supplements that are out in the marketplace. Um, supplement the Owl is online wellness library and it's designed to uh, provide transparency into the dietary supplement marketplace. Uh, There's been a lot of questions out there, a lot of uh, retailers, consumers, um, even regulators were wondering, um, you know, what products are out there, what ingredients are out there, um, what brands and what companies are marketing those brands. And so this is what um, the registry is designed to do, is to answer some of those questions. It's open to the public, people can go on there, www.supplementowl.com and there's a link there to go to the actual registry itself and you can look up product names and uh, it has access to the labels themselves and has all the information from the label and it's all in a searchable um, format Mm -hmm. so you can do specific ingredient searches or specific dosage searches all kinds of different um, fields you can search now what makes it a registry is that all participants have to um, provide their manufacturer and packaging information. Mm -hmm. So this is only visible by the FDA. So that's why it's not just a directory, but it's Mm -hmm. also a registry because you actually have to register where your products are manufactured and where they're packaged. And that helps the regulators um, know more, even more in-depth knowledge of the industry itself. So it's been two years since ideation and then a year and a half since its launch. So it's still very new, but yet it's seen a lot of accomplishments. So where are we and what have we seen in the past two years? So, um, well, in the past two years, we've seen, um, we've actually gotten the database up and running. Um, We've had some beta testing. We've had um, a dozen or so companies that have volunteered their time and their efforts um, to uh, beta test the the, the, um, database or the registry itself. And then we've also had participation, um, non-members and members of CRN that have been participating. And I mention that because for CRN, it's actually a requirement of membership to participate mm-hmm. in the Supplement Owl, and that's how much we believe in the registry itself. But also we've had um, non-members, of one of them is, is one of a big, is got a lot of number of labels in there, and so they're a big participant. So it's nice to see that we're reaching out to non-members as well. And now we're up to approximately just short of 12,000 labels wow. being uploaded into the OWL itself now. So it was, we've made great strides. Absolutely. We also have an OWL advisory board that we've put together um, so we can continuously improve and keep looking at ways how we can adjust to what the industry needs. And we have members and also non-members on this supplement OWL advisory as well. 
That was excellent, Janelle. I want to add one thing is that the Supplement Owl um, serves multiple stakeholders. Mm -hmm. And there is, you know, some stakeholders out there that have had questions about how we run our industry, how we're regulated, people like state attorney generals. Sometimes when we go up on Capitol Hill, we get questions. And the fact that this industry has pooled its resources to develop this initiative, it serves as a good um, reminder to these other stakeholders who are outside of our industry that we are responsible, we are willing to be transparent, that we're using our own resources to do this on behalf of the consumer, on behalf of the retail and regulator. So it, it demonstrates good behavior and it builds goodwill. So I think that we can start working alongside some of these other stakeholders to address some of the, the issues that we want to get rid of, things like adulterated products and things of that nature. So holistically, it's a great step towards um, improving and maintaining our good reputation. So Giselle had a presentation at the workshop um, about the commercial data exchange, or CDX for short. Um, this is a new portion of the supplement house. So can you explain what it is and when it will launch? Um, so the commercial data exchange, it's the behind the scenes business to business platform. It's designed to help um, brand owners or dietary supplement companies uh, share pertinent quality information or documentation um, or safety information with retailers. So it's, um, it's communication, it's confidential information that you can share in a behind, like I said, behind mm -hmm. the scenes, so a hidden platform, a confidential platform, and it's completely controlled by the brand owner so they get to decide who has access mm -hmm. to certain documents that they're uploading into that platform. Um, it has been um, available for almost from the beginning, but really you have to be in the OWL to be able to be participating in CDX. So we really initially focused on supplement OWL uploads, having your labels in there. Mm -hmm. And then once that started flowing well, then we said, okay, now that everybody's kind of gotten the idea of, of getting your labels in the OWL, it was time to start focusing on the business to business aspect mm -hmm. of it. And now that's why we have the pilot program is to bring more attention to it, to really show its strengths and also to get um, both parties, brand owners and retailers interested in the flow of information. So for the retailers, is it like do they have to pay to access that, or that's no, okay. no it's free to retailers. Um, the brand owner does have a fee to pay per label as um, for uploading their documentation mm -hmm. in, but no retailers do not. And if they're interested in a particular uh, document or they're interested in seeing documentation from the brand owner, they can reach out to the brand owner and say, do you have any documents in CDX to share with us? So it really is as simple as that. And they would just log in, they'd get a login and a password from UL, the, uh, mm -hmm. the database managers. And, um, and then they would just log in there and whatever documents they do have access to will show up and they'll have confidential flags on them so they'll know that those are the confidential documents that they have access to. So Sandy, you could see a vision where a retailer would be able to kind of pick a few companies that it's considering or a few like five multivitamins I'm thinking about carrying at my store and I'm sitting at my desk and I realize these companies are in the supplement now so I can look at the label, the ingredients, the amounts and then I realize that they're participating in this business-to-business -business information exchange and I can contact the company and I can say, I would like to see what you have in uh, the CDX portion of the supplement owl. And then now I'm comparing documents. I have my five multivitamins, I know what's in them, I know how much, but now I also can see things like, is this company have a third-party certification for GMP inspections? 
does this company have finished product test results it's willing to share with me? So not only comparing the products on what's on the label, but now I'm starting the process of qualifying the supplier. Mm -hmm. And you can say, this one really has its act together. I'm going to get in touch with them and, and start to vet them as a new, a new supplier to my store. So that's the vision to really simplify and harmonize this process where retailers are, are evaluating our customers. And we, as the Trade Association, really feel like this is valuable information and are trying to encourage the retailers to be asking these questions. Because what we don't want is our retailer partners carrying subpar products, you know, because mm -hmm. then ultimately the consumer loses. So the, the CPG brand has like a code or something that they share with, with specific retailers? Or is it like if you're a retailer, then you just can have access to this, this uh, CDX? Well, that's part of the CDX pilot that we're going to be running. But currently, okay. it's um, it's simply asking uh, a brand owner to have permission to access that particular product or items, mm -hmm. um, CDX documentation. And then what you would do is when you log in, now you're at, you're part of a you're at a different level of the supplemental mm -hmm. once you're logged in, and they'll tell by your login who you are and then you will be able to go into that particular product profile and the documents will be listed mm. and the normal uh, public eye would not see those documents listed because you would not have been given permission but someone who has been given permission it's now visible it's it's mm -hmm. that simple and then they would click on like a pdf or a document and they can download it they can print it they can save it to their files and for retailers, there's like a questionnaire or some sort of quality assurance that they are actually a retailer. A retailer. Oh yes, absolutely. So when um, when a retailer or when a brand owner says I want um, Target to have mm -hmm. access to my documentation, and then they give them the person who is going to be asking for a login, they will verify that that is a true Target employee. They will do mm -hmm. all the background okay. check or whatever it is they do to ensure that they are from Target and that. So that yes, they do have that stuff. So we actually did choose to go with UL because that's one of their areas of expertise is managing confidential information and getting permissions. And so this is really their business model. So we lean on them and they do this in other industries. They do it in other regulated industries where the regulator is involved as well. So they are really, we're very confident in, in this process of, of gaining permission to documents and then most importantly, the, the brand owner having control of who sees what, because some of these documents, you know, they, they are part of their competitive advantage. They are des describing their backstory about why they uh, may be superior to another brand. And so confidentiality is key. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of trust with UL and their legacy of doing this for what, like over 100 years in different industries. Um, so mm -hmm. that, that's where it lies. So besides for an expansion of the CDX, what's next for the future of the Supplement Owl? Well, we really, the future of the Supplement Owl is dependent on the entire industry's willingness to self-regulate. So our vision at CRN is that, that the participation continues to grow on a steady growth rate, hopefully something exponential, because the industry sees the benefit of uh, supporting all these stakeholders with transparency. We also know that there is some discussion of a mandatory, federally mandated regulation that would say all companies need to register their products. So, so people need to start thinking long and hard, what's the better environment for our industry? Would a mandatory registry 
serve the needs that we're trying to do with Supplement Owl, or is it appropriate for us to do this in a self-regulatory fashion? I think it's fair to say adulterated products are unacceptable, and this industry has a responsibility to, to set frameworks in place that makes it very difficult for these criminals to exist. And so we need to keep focused on that problem, as well as uh, giving our retail partners and other stakeholders the tools to evaluate people's compliance with regulations, as well as do they go above and beyond compliance. And so uh, the vision is, you know, we're creating the platform and the tools, and it's really the industry's responsibility to see the wisdom in doing this, or we may be looking at new regulations. Right. So it's it's really it's our future. We get to chart it. Mm -hmm. Fabulous. So besides for uploading labels and perhaps going into the CDX, what does the supplement Allen need from the the greater supplement industry to really succeed? I think what we have right now is the, the true leader companies are involved, people that get it, they see the vision, they want to be responsible. They need to put pressure on their colleagues to say, here's the future, this is what we need to be embracing. Um, we know a lot of companies that are on the fence, you know, they, they're stuck with this attitude, well, what's in it for me? I think we can answer that question, but right now we need to not be thinking like that. We need to recognize that there's an expectation that we up our game with transparency and so that we get there first. I think there can be a lot in it for our industry if we embrace this, like avoiding onerous federal regulations, improving our reputation. Uh, some companies are stuck on a direct monetary, where's the benefit? If I put a staff on this and they get their products in the out, am I going to make more money? And I think that's very short-sighted thinking because the companies who are participating are absolutely saying, this industry needs to do this. I will do this. I know it will take some time, but it's the right thing to do. I want to appreciate uh, Giselle has been managing this incredibly. Uh, thank you, Giselle. Thank um, you. And we're looking forward to a few more good years of just cranking this thing up. Absolutely. I'm excited to see where it goes. And thank you so much for joining me today. Thank and you. of course, for all the work that you've done on the Supplement Owl. For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the health and nutrition industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud account. This episode has been brought to you by Supply Side East, April 9 through 10 in Secaucus, New Jersey.